Welcome to the audio web blog of the Hackberry House of Chosun. Today, living in heaven, now. Those who have trouble with miracles in our day, with uh, manifestations from heaven and things like that, are going to find this story tough going. But hers is not the only account we received this summer of a God who visits with his creation, and especially with his children. Can we rejoice that God is actively involved in North Korea? This story was picked up in Seoul this summer, uh, and I interviewed a lady that we will call Yubyung Su, that is not her real name. Before she crossed the Two Men River that separates North Korea from China, she had never heard the name Jesus Christ. She comes from a mining area in the far northeastern regions of North Korea. She lived there all her life, a faithful citizen, absolutely loyal to the party, an exemplary servant of the Kim dynasty. To her, the Kims were God, but her God of those years provided a, a monthly paycheck of 52 won. 52 won can get you a kilogram of corn back then, uh, almost. She has few belongings, few clothes, little food, but most of those around her are living this way. She goes with them to the countryside looking for grains on which to exist, a story oft told. And like so many, enough becomes enough, eventually. With four others, Byung must make her escape. She must leave her teenage sons behind to fend for themselves. Life until now is becoming nothing but, but breath. Her husband has already breathed his last in these mid-90s famine-stricken Chosun. She can never imagine how the simple crossing of the Two Men River will change her life. Only God knows, she tells us, how wretched and miserable are the people that she has to leave behind. She begins her wanderings around China. Korean Chinese in the know inform her that her best bet is to meet a South Korean missionary, a Christian missionary. How like the Lord to be stationed where life's hopes are dimmest, offering his beams of hope. A man takes her to a mission house and soon shows her a Bible. If you read the Bible, you'll see where the Lord Jesus says a soul is more precious than the whole world. She hears other astounding truths that men are to love each other and more. She begins to wail with joy rising from the depths, all her life loyal to the party but never loved like this, never heard such gracious words as these. She finds it all so hard to assimilate. How can people love each other in this way? She learns how to pray. She hears the grand stories of the Word of God. Eventually, she wants to meet a God who can say things such as these. She begins intense prayer. Because of some forged passport issues, Byung is arrested at an airport along with several others. It's during this critical moment that she meets the Lord in her heart. Christ comes in. Though by nature a light sleeper, she actually sleeps normally in jail. She feels totally calm. Those who have known nervousness or fear can say already that God has worked a miracle in his servant. Word is, she actually snores in China. 
Now that takes some peace. The others are sent back to North Korea, but not she. Connections have been made. Friends have been procured. God has other plans for this lady. She's searched by female police there who discover a bottle filled with poison. When asked by the policewoman the reason for the bottle, she lets her know that her plan was to take that poison should she be arrested. When the arrest finally comes, though, she does not even think about the bottle and is soon in touch with her new peace-giving friend, Jesus. The policewoman gives her three things, pity, a hug, and some milk. No, it doesn't always happen that way, but it did this time. Connections are made with a pastor who is a friend of her son, who is in seminary in China. He wants to help. A guard is paid off. Seven days later, at 4 a.m., she's quickly waved out of her cell along with a Chinese-speaking fellow prisoner. Though what has become through what has become the North Korea to South Korea thoroughfare, thousands of miles of hard journeying through a number of countries, led by guides and forged passports and lots of money, she eventually makes it to South Korea, where she's lived peaceably for many years. But that's not the end of the story. To live peaceably in a foreign land is no easy task. In my own stay of five weeks plus in South Korea so far has been most difficult. I come from a free nation and South Korea is equally free. I come from a land of plenty, a land of many churches, and South Korea ditto. But home is home and it's in us and it's hard to replace. So the story of North Korean refugees must be told beyond the time when the plot is hatched and carried out. Happily ever after does not often occur on the other side of the border. Refugees are mistrusted, unwanted, ignored, often unemployable, and sadly lacking in cultural information. A most unpleasant way to live. In Byung's case, God himself seems to have intervened. And for this, we must pray more earnestly for others coming out. She's gotten into the nightly sleeping pill habit, she can't calm down. She's constantly ill. One night she simply calls out to the God she's met in prison, God, if you're alive, I want to meet you. Her claim is that Jesus Christ himself appears to her in a dream and gives her directions. She says that from the day of that dream there's been no sickness, no pills. And for the first 40 days she lives a high, spiritually satisfying life. Her life of prayer has continued. There's come over her not just a peace, but a desire to serve others in greater need than herself. A seminary has invited her, though she's far past what many would call college age, to enroll and prepare for more service to Christ. As our interview with her proceeded, she grew more and more engaged in the process, going to shelves, pulling down volume after volume of notes that she's kept through the years of her journeying and her Christian experience. Walking at first through her doorway, one would not imagine that here lives a person whose life has such vast influence and eternal significance. By her own claim, she is living in heaven now. No worries, no cares. She only wants to serve Jesus and the needy until she's called home. Wow. Well then, shouldn't it always be, though? 
those truly valuable parts of the body, whether the human body or the body of Christ, are hidden away secretly doing their service, their valuable service. Uh, those surface members, you know, shine out to the public, but they don't necessarily keep the body alive. Well, I'd like to ask you to pray for Byung, and could I ask you also, <laughs> along with myself, to uh, learn from her? Amen. Thank you for listening. For a written copy of what you've just heard, I want you to go to my homepage here at Sermon Audio. From the main page, just type in Chosun or Hackberry at the top where it says Find. Click on the link that comes up, and then click on Weblog. Also on that page, you'll be able to access all my written and audio Bible teachings and much more information about North Korea. Please pray with me that God would have His way in North Korea and in our lives too. Amen? God bless you today.